Beautiful Julia here from juliatreat.com. Welcome to Stepping into the Light. I have an amazing podcast ready for you. But first, I must tell you about my new favorite thing CBD with hemp. Believe me, I would have never thought that I'd be saying those words. I've tried CBD in the past, I have never had any prolific results. That, my friend, was until I was introduced to Hempworks. Hempworks with an X. H-E-M-P-W-O-R-X. I have been using the product for a little over two weeks now. I wanted to have some time to make sure that I was experiencing some massive, massive shifts. And I am here to preach to you today (laughs) that this is the answer to our ascension process. This is the answer to Ascension symptoms. This is 5D living. So I'm going to play a short commercial just so you can understand why our bodies would be craving this substance. And then we're going to get onto the podcast and hold on because it is an amazing one today. After you learn a little bit more about Hemp Works, I invite you to go to my page. Yes, I have teamed up with this company because it is so amazing. It is built on light. Just check out HempWorks, H-E-M-P-W-O-R-X dot com backslash Julia Treat. Now I invite you to expand and learn a little bit about your body in this very brief commercial created by HempWorks and then on to this amazing podcast. You are going to love it. And thank you for being part of my family. God bless. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's your body telling you? From the moment you wake up and until you fall asleep, even the time in between, your body is sending you signals. Thanks to science, we may now have a better understanding of where those signals are coming from. The endocannabinoid system is a complex network that's believed to play a vital role in supporting healthy processes and functions throughout the body. Within that system exists countless receptors. This is where CBD comes in. CBD stands for cannabidiol, a naturally occurring compound within the hemp plant, and unlike THC, CBD does not produce a high. 
Research shows that CBD supports mental and physical health using natural methods. With the endocannabinoid system touching nearly every part of our daily lives, it is no wonder that so many have been reporting the positive effects of CBD. Find out how you can benefit from the HempWorks difference. HempWorks, try it today. Hello, beautiful. Julia from juliatreat.com. Welcome to Stepping into the Light. Welcome if you're new to my podcast or if you're watching this on YouTube, on my channel or the Collective Super channel. I'm very excited today that I am honored that Jennifer Easton has agreed to be on my show. Thank you for coming. Oh, you're welcome and thank you. It's my honor, really, Julia. Thank you. You guys, I, I've, I've seen pretty much every video you've done an interview. I'm watching you all the time and I'm fascinated by your story, even your story from childhood, but then what's happened recently when you were in New York during this whole thing and working there. And so I kind of want to talk tonight on future of medicine and kind of where we feel it's headed and, and where what shift is happening. Mm -hmm. But I do want to pose also that, you know, everyone get, you know, subscribe and get the notifications because I'm going to have uh, Jennifer on. She's agreed to come back. And I want you to hear her story of being kidnapped as a child by her father, taken to Cuba. She even knew Castro, correct? Well, or met him or was around. He would visit my school. Okay. That. Okay. So I, I'm already tripping over the words, but so when I come back to hear that because that's going to be fascinating. Mm -hmm. But um, Jennifer, I want you to kind of give them a background of, of, who you are, what you've been doing, and why you're so passionate about this, if you don't mind. Oh, no. Yes. Well, I am a nurse, and I guess I've I've gotten the name a patriot nurse uh, recently. I've been a nurse for over 30 years, almost uh, like 33 years, and I haven't worked all the years in a hospital setting, but I've worked, you know, in healthcare. I was in big pharma for many years. And, uh, and then, you know, various other little things. Um, but for the most part, I've been a nurse all this time and probably even earlier because I did care for my grandmother who was injured through a vaccine when she was in the prime of her life before I was born, she had taken the polio vaccine. So by the time I was born, I didn't know her as a healthy woman. She had a lot of health issues. So she helped in raising me. And in turn, I learned a lot about her health and just health care. And I would help in her care. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, and I was just thinking of the parallels of, did you ever work in long-term care? I have. I have. As a speech pathologist, I just was curious. Yeah, I've worked in, in various, you know, uh, care facilities like acute and long-term, yes. Because mm -hmm. I, I definitely want to touch base on that of, you know, because I was a speech pathologist before I opened to this gig. I didn't, I was not searching for this, you know, consciously. Right, <laughs> right. for me, but... Even nice. just what happens there was so, for me, I couldn't even take it day to day to just see what was happening. And mm -hmm. I know you've spoken about that. Like we just, we give them so much stuff. We just get, you know, as far mm -hmm. as the, um, uh, the medications and things like that, we just overload. Yeah. Um, and I think everyone's, I hope everyone's kind of waking up to what's really happening. This is big pharma, as we call it. Mm -hmm. And 
but things are shifting. Like things are starting to shift. Yes. And um, I definitely want to talk about med beds tonight because I do not know what that is. And I saw you had talked about those. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. Anything well, else that you want to talk about, feel free. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I, want to, I want to speak to what you said uh, in terms of big pharma yeah. and uh, how you and I are on the same page with, you know, I, I say this a lot. A lot of elderly people, they are receiving fistful of pills before breakfast, you know, and as a healthcare provider, especially if you are, you know, assigned to give these pills to them, you have, you, you're torn, you know, especially if you try to live in integrity. There's no way that that could be okay to give someone who's elderly so many pills mm -hmm. and they're barely eating a lot of them, yeah. but they never stop to think, okay, well, let's adjust this based on, oh, they're doing, they're not as active or they're not eating as, no, it's just straight across you know, we give this pill at this o'clock, we give this pill at another uh, time interval. And it's just so thoughtless, you know, mm -hmm. there's no mindfulness in it. There's no individuality in it. And you just start to see how people are warehoused. Yes. It doesn't feel like a human type of system. Is there a time where, you know, you were, you're, you're the nurse and you're doing your work. And I know you've been in other countries as a nurse, you know, during your nursing. Um, mm -hmm. When was it or what, what was it that made you start to say, wait, some, this really is not right. I mean, was there a point or, you know, was it gradual? Was it something you experienced suddenly or what started that? I think it was the um, watching the decline in quality mm -hmm. for me. Now, I wasn't as awakened to the whole big pharma piece of this and how our health care is not really health care, it's sick care. I really, as a young nurse, you know, you go in and you're like, I'm Florence Nightingale. I'm here to save the world, you know. That's what we thought we were doing. You think you're doing that, you know, yeah. so you in your mind, you, you're young, you know, you're in your twenties, you're, you believe it all, you know? And, um, that's how I was. I was a very green, very idealistic nurse. And I felt like, oh, I'm doing good for people. And so I, I didn't understand a lot. So I also remember in those days, and I don't think I was idealistic about it, but the hospitals were run very well. Hmm. Um, they seem to be run on higher quality standards and there did seem to be more care involved, okay. you know, from mm -hmm. the heart. Uh, but I eventually over the years saw a decline in the quality mm -hmm. and that bothered me. I think that's bothering me in general to see, because my, I'm a Gen Xer. So I remember good quality things, you know, things were made in America. Our food didn't have so many chemicals. When you looked at the labels, it was just basic low eggs, milk, flour. I mean, just three ingredients, you know, right. now you have to have a, a, a PhD in chemistry to understand what you are ingesting. You know, Dr. Q just talked about last night. Did he? Oh, I'll have to catch that. And let me give a shout out, by the way, in case y'all don't know it. Um, so Dr. Q's book just got banned on Amazon today. Oh. Um, 
I did see it on a Kindle, but it's banned. He, he, he sent me a message. He said my book's banned now, and I was taken off Facebook. So interesting times. <laughs> but because I talked about it as well, that um, Takis, whatever that is, is something that children like to eat. And he said it actually has like a formaldehyde, something very harmful in it. I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Even if you try to buy, you know, you think you're going to Whole Foods and Trader Joe's and you're, you're trying to, you're doing your best. It is, it is virtually a full-time job. Mm. Try to eat well in America. And that is a disgrace. How did we let this go this far? You know what I'm saying? You have to be a millionaire to shop in the places that sell the best ingredients. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't have a big family and go to Whole Foods. You would never be able to live if you bought all of your groceries. Imagine that from a Whole Foods. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So tonight's topic with moving into what, you know, medicine is moving into for the future. Cause even, you know, Dr. Q is, he said, He'd love to get with me in a, uh, my dogs are starting to wrestle. Girl, <laughs> time for a CBD cookie. <laughs> I have them handy. Um, no, I just uh, click, it calms them a little. <laughs> Dr. Q, you know, we talked afterwards after the interview and I said, you know, would you come on? He said, I'd love to come on and help, help people learn how to get off of the meds. Because I told him the story of how they put me on medication for depression when I had um, Lyme disease. I'm healed of that for over five years. But at the time, I could tell it was getting worse. I was like, this is making me worse. I don't want to be on this. And I tried to get off of it myself. My dogs are going to wrestle, so I'm going to put these in. And um, I had the brain zapping happening, the zapping thing that happens. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's happening here? Told the doctor. And he's like, well, because that's happening, you shouldn't, you and we need to up it. You could increase my meds. So I searched, searched online, and I found someone who wrote a book, and he, mm-hmm. I think it was Zoloft, or one of the really awful ones to get off of, he, t- he talked how you, sh- you shave off particles, and then you take it, and the next day you shave off a few more, like you're just gradually taking yourself off. But it was wow. just the same, because I couldn't even, I was asking to be taken off of it, and they're like, no. Yeah, oh. that happens with a lot of the medications. That's the profile, is you cannot abruptly come off of them. So that should tell us something right there. You are you are just bound to this medication because your body will not adjust to being just suddenly, you know, taken off. It's it can kill some people, some medications. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. so I had to start learning again like you said eating as clean as possible what mm-hmm. that means. And but I had to do a lot of for me it was a lot of emotional work. I had to see what do I feel guilty about? And about, and I mean, I was raised a, a preacher's kid, so I had all eyes on me. <laughs> and uh, I was one of those free spirits that didn't care. Nice. So, so I want everyone, you know, we've been talking a lot about this. Mm-hmm. So it's important to know where we're, we're, we're going away from, like, this is how it's been, but man, there's so many amazing things now and right around the corner. Right. Right. To help us. Even if it means I have to try to learn to get off of this on my own somehow. You know, mm-hmm. however, I'm going to do that. Um, and Dr. Hughes is going to lend some some guidance there. But Good. I want to talk about med beds um, because I really don't know what those are. And I know some people have questions, and maybe towards the end we can take some questions. We'll we'll be on here about an hour. That's okay. okay. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so med beds. Let's. What what is this? <laughs> 
Well, I'll I'll risk sounding very um, you know spacey, but I'll just say that MedMed med is basically a suppressed technology, okay. and it is a technology that um, it is very I would say otherworldly in a sense, but it shouldn't uh, frighten people, especially you know spiritual people that think you know we should be you know more of the earth, but. We basically, we carry around, I told somebody who was really getting scared about the MedBiz, I said, we carry around alien technology now. I mean, this is alien technology. Mm-hmm. So med, MedBiz shouldn't frighten us. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we have a lot of alien looking technology in the hospitals, you know, as we live right now. I mean, we have the MRI machines and all that stuff. They had to look very alien to people of maybe 20, 30, you know, 40, 40, 50 years ago. Not really. Yeah, but so it I'd say more good or bad. Like it, yeah, the way they look now. So, you know, the open MRIs and stuff like that. So advancement can be good if it's done ethically, you know, uh, that comes with um, elevating our consciousness and everything. Mm-hmm. So the med beds are holographic. It's a holographic technology. It's it's a vibratory. So we have um, just you know vibration frequencies. I was say it's a frequency then perhaps. Yeah. 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 So sound. Oh, people listen to me are so into this. So this is perfect. Okay. Good. So we already know that we have been just. It's a war against us when it comes to even the sound frequencies that are. Um, allowed in in art and music and things like that so they change the healing frequencies and we've been off just so imbalanced for so long and it is it's affected our dna Mm -hmm. you know and just vibrating on this lower chakra you know just root chakra type of um vibrations that you know have been throughout the world for generations. You know what I mean? We haven't been in a higher, I would say probably the sixties, they almost tried to break out of it. They did pretty well trying to get us all to rise, you know? So um, now that we're moving into what they, you know, were singing and dancing about back then, Mm -hmm. age of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. So this is what comes with the age of Aquarius is uh, technologies that will further and really advanced mankind for the better, not for, you know, just we're going to become some cyborg and, and, you know, no, this is taking us back to what we should have, we should have been in terms of advancing as human beings. Our DNA was interfered with. If, if people, you know, are on that, it, you know, spirituality and science will truly bridge over, you know, Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're looking at the fact that we have, um, what is it? 12 strains of our DNA that have Mm -hmm. been just, you know, unraveling. So the telomere caps, you know, um, in terms of having everything brought back into balance Mm -hmm. so we can be optimized as human beings. So once we, we fix our DNA issues, and the trauma that we've all had collectively from living in a matrix. Yes. You know, so these med beds will be able to address the DNA issues to balance everything out, to scan the body and see where are the infirmities. 
cool. And yeah, so there are cures for things. Once the body is balanced, the energies are balanced. I mean, there'll be a scan that could just look at you from head to toe and and analyze everything about you. Can you I, imagine? How I mean, this is so cool. And I just want to point out that mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways that I think a lot of us are coming into knowing that we can heal ourselves. Our body really does know what to do when we get the interference out of the way. And the med beds um, sound so familiar. They sound like I have a private group and we do these, these guided meditations, but we're doing the fifth dimensional energy and we're actually envisioning our DNA becoming complete again. So we're, we're even putting that energy of we're seeing ourselves healed that way. Um, And so I, this is another way that, okay, well, that's not working for me, but now this, this will work for, for you perhaps like the med. Yeah. Right. Right. That can take you because mentally, you know, the, the, the connection, but our, our DNA, this is really key. Our DNA has been under attack through our generations. You know, about epigenetic transference of mental. I don't know what that is actually. Okay. Well, I'll give it, I'll give you an example. Some people are afraid of dogs. Like my, um, my racial group, uh, one of the things that you'll, you'll know about are a lot of fears of like swimming, like open water, um, and dogs. Okay. So we've talked about epigenetics and how, um, some people that went, uh, through this, uh, transatlantic slave trade. Yep. These would be fears that you would have of these boats bringing people over, you know. Past and lives. I call it past lives, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. So there's this um, just irrational fear that will, you know, manifest through generations because of these, you know, past traumas. Yeah. And also uh, people um, are just terrified of dogs. Some people, you know, just irrational. And that's something that we've identified in our, you know, just talking collectively as black people that we have these un just irrational fear of water and dogs. Mm. So the dog, the dog piece would be like during slavery where they um, chase down runaway slaves with the yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. And then you have the, you know, of course the sixties with the, you know, dogs you know being put on people so that's what those are the conversations now i'm not going to say that i'm validating them all so i hope people because i don't like to get right now into a lot of the race stuff because i used to really dwell in the racial conversations and that's part of my breakthrough is i'm not dwelling there anymore right because i I am questioning if you know even the transatlantic slave trade if i really know all the facts about it Okay. Right, because they taught us what they wanted us to believe. Exactly. We want to teach them history in the way that we want them to believe it happened. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I have to realize that I've been lied to about so many things that that's going to be one of the areas of great education, re-education for me is to learn, was there, uh, how many of us really went through the transatlantic slave trade? Some of us uh, were indigenous to this land. So it's a lot of things that we just don't know about. So not all of us carry these types of traumas, but that's just been, I was just sharing it as that's part of how epigenetics can come through your bloodline. No, I love that you said it that way. I mean, I feel like we're we're going to be like letting go of stuff, just breaking free. And maybe mm-hmm. that's where this med bed, I'm just gonna say like if I was in it, then perhaps mm-hmm. maybe I'm breaking free for everyone by me doing that and shifting the history. I don't know. I see it as like shifting history now. 
Yeah, yeah. No, it will be. It will be because the DNA has embedded uh, so much uh, information. Mm -hmm. So wherever things need to be uh, corrected, and, and I keep using balance because that's how I see this all as a balancing and just repair and restoring, mm -hmm. redeeming the greatness and optimizing the human from every aspect. You know, we, we learn, you know, mental, physical, and spiritual. So these med beds will do amazing regenerative things as well. So turning back the hands of time, you know, everybody oh. wants to be younger. We were not supposed to age like we are. This is not natural to the human to age so rapidly and just degrade to the point that we have. Right. So lifespans were not supposed to be shortened like this. So imagine expanding life and uh and health and vibrance so that's a piece of the med bed technology these medical pods mm -hmm. um another would be uh where people have lost limbs there will be regeneration of limbs i've heard of i heard that was coming too yeah that that yeah. was part of it yeah imagine all the that have been, you know, maimed in war. And then as a nurse, I have seen diabetes uh, just ravage people where they're having just their body is just being chopped. You yeah. know, they start with a toe, then it's half of the foot, then it's the foot up to the ankle, then it's above the knee amputation. My grandpa went through all that and lost both legs, like the, the gradual yeah. chopping. Yeah. Yeah. The gradual chopping. And that always bothered me. I just felt like the human body was just not sacred in, in the setting of the hospital. It's just uh, cavalierly treated that we're just t sending people to be chopped, slowly chopped. And it just goes up, up, up. I've even, I, I never thought I would see the day when people are now starting to have their arms removed. For diabetes? Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So I'm I didn't even know that was a thing. I never heard of that either. Yeah. And it, it's gone too far. You mm. know, chopping. I had a young man patient um, in his thirties. He had his eye removed because of diabetes. God. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, they give you the stuff for the diabetes, the medications and the, and the stuff. And um, I would say like, just because it make, make you feel better, does not mean mm -hmm. it's actually making you better. <laughs> um, right. So our body's always screaming at us what it needs, what it's not liking. Like this isn't working and it's going to start with a little twinge here or a little pain here. It's like, and then it's going to get louder mm -hmm. if you don't listen to your body. It's going to keep getting louder. And so, I mean, I like it to think of, you know, I even do have a guided meditation where you ask your body, what are you trying to tell me? Like, what is it? And really listening to your body. And this is suppressed stuff. Like these have, these would have been available or have been right, but they've been suppressed. Yes. They've been suppressed even down to, if you look at the HCQ, that should wake a lot of people up that have thought this stuff was conspiratorial. If there is a, a treatment for this supposed pandemic that is a therapeutic that was available for years and used for other diseases safely. Mm -hmm. That right there lets you know how much our health is under attack under that system, because we should be able to choose for ourselves if we want to take this therapeutic, right? You should have the right to choose. Yeah. 
you're, you're being told that you, you can't even look into this. Your doctor will be punished for even prescribing it. There like, was a woman on the show last night. She asked her PCP for it and they said no. Yeah, because they, they can get in trouble mm -hmm. through the medical board and, you know, DEA. So this is also a medication that cures cancer. You're not even supposed to say the word cure. Wow. You know? Yeah. So there are a lot of cancers that never had to happen. These these deaths of people, children, think about like yeah. cancer just ravages children. It didn't have to be that way, but it draws on the heartstring. And then it's a medical fraud and scam because we're we're paying for research. And what is happening in the research? Is anything being, you know, uh, found in the research right. that gets us closer to a cure? It's just always like a carrot put in front of us. Oh, we're searching for the cure. They'll have big galas where the rich people come out in their gowns and they give all these you know, millions of dollars to these foundations. And it becomes like a, you know, a society kind of thing for the high, high elite, you okay. know, and it's, I think it's very cruel because there is no research to find a cure and they know it. Right. But there are cures because they're suppressed. Mm hmm. And that's what we're starting to hear more. And, and as they say, the veil's being, being lifted and the things are coming out in the spotlight and, you know, it's happening more you know, rapidly now. But, you know, as we all know, censorship is a thing because um, they're just they're just trying to keep everything suppressed as, as long as they can. Um, yeah. Even with Dr. Q's book being you know, banned now on Amazon. And um, I always say that that just tells you, like, how valuable the information is. <laughs> It does because if you didn't think it, you know, if they didn't think it was true, they would and never threaten their them. their motives, like what they right. have planned. Yeah, it would never be a threat. So it lets us know we're way over the target, and the awakening has happened. There's no turning it back. No one's going back to sleep. Once we found out the things that we found out, we know we have a jubilee ahead of us, and no one's going to stop us from reaching our golden era, our renaissance. Absolutely. We are on that destiny train, and it's moving fast. Yes, it it's is. so fast. Okay. Um, so did you work in New York during all this? Like, did you work with any of those patients or did you see stuff going on there at all? Yes. Yes. I went to New York and I was up there for a few months. So I did work with, you know, COVID patients and, uh, I was on COVID units. So yes. From the I beginning. know people who have family members who, mm -hmm. um, died in the hospital and was given that as the reason they, and it might've been, they had that or something, but I just didn't know if, if you had anything do you have anything you want to share about your experience or that you think might help someone watching if either they're concerned about that or they've gone through that or they're just scared of everything right now? Yeah, I'll share some. Okay. You know, some, uh, I just want to share first to not have fear. And if you feel that fear is creeping in, um, just check in with why, why are you fearful? Because something is, is definitely inspiring that fear and usually it's media or media propagandized people in your life mm -hmm. so it's very important to find your foundation of truth when you're dealing with this and one of the things that we can't do is panic 
and, and buy into the panic of other people. So I, I'm just recommending that people don't have fear. There's no reason to fear when you look into what's really going on. It doesn't um, deserve to be called a pandemic for one. And you just have to look at some of the facts that we have homeless people all around our country. And if this were a real pandemic, we would not have homeless people anymore because their hygiene is, is very different. I'll just say I've watched homeless people up in New York. They're sharing cigarettes. They're sharing liquor. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're living in very, uh, very poor conditions and squalor. And so if anything, they would have been wiped out because this is a hygiene issue. Mm-hmm. So that right there lets us know this is not a pandemic, okay? It, it's just an epidemic of, of a virus that has a 99% recovery rate. So it, it was to be weaponized, but they were not successful in weaponizing something that would have uh, been a true pandemic. They, you know, you can believe whatever the energy is coming through, the great awakening God, however you want to say it. They were not able to do this genocide that they. Now, planned. what do you mean weaponize? How do they? What would they? What would the plan have been? Like, what do you mean weaponize it? I heard that about Lyme disease as well. That that yeah. was also man-made and was supposed to be used as like kind of similar. Um, yeah, Lyme disease. Yeah, that well, might be another topic. <laughs> Some other night. Yeah, I don't know. It will be, but I'll just say just quickly, just to touch on it, is that if people did research into Dr. Fauci. Uh, they would learn that um, HIV was another virus that was uh, weaponized and engineered. So HIV, as well as this COVID-19 um, from a family of COVID viruses, they wanted to uh, engineer it to be something that they could use for their you know, end game, their goals. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically, it was just to ramp up the fear and then introduce a... Uh, DNA altering vaccine. And it all, it just ties in with their global goals of depopulation. So that's the bottom line, right? No, Mm -hmm. that does make sense. And now, so, because I'm just newly awakened and I'm going to ask questions that I have, and maybe this will be something someone else is thinking. Mm -hmm. So they harvest, I just, from what I understand and what I've received as downloads is they harvest our light, whatever that means, whether it's the children and we don't go into that tonight, but they harvest mm-hmm. our light and they do it through fear, right? Mm-hmm. So they, they create the fear within us. Um, so if they need us, now I'm just, I'm just trying to wrap my head around this. Do they need us all here for that? And why would they depopulize, depopular, whatever the word is? <laughs> um, is it because they don't want as many of us here? Like, okay, I'm just trying to understand that. If they need us for harvesting mm-hmm. light. Does that make sense for, you know what I'm talking about? Like kind of the yeah. Makes sense. And why would they get rid of us? Is it because we're getting too powerful or too many? We're going to wake up or because I don't know. This is interesting. Well, they do want to have, you know, lower numbers in certain people. And the ones that they get rid of, they still use because they're harvesting humans in so many ways. So, you know, the dead humans are still of use to that you know, cabal, I'll call. Okay, I didn't I see I'm learning. I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. And 
And then it, it just lowers the amount of people they felt, you know, when I've read some of their uh, papers on their belief system of, you know, eugenics and things, um, certain racial groups and things like that. And then they have the Georgia Guidestones and uh, it talked about reducing the population down to so many, I mean, just amazing amounts that they were planning to, you know, get rid of. And it's all, it was also to make sure their bloodlines stayed in control because mm, that makes, okay, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're in the minority and then they're not very healthy because their bloodlines are kind of weakened. Okay. So they wouldn't want to have, you know, overpopulation of people that could wake up one day. You know, it's just easier to manage a smaller amount of people on the earth. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. that makes sense. And thanks for clarifying that. And as you know, when y'all, as you're hearing this, just remember, you guys know me and we, we talk about all of our light being our helpers. They're all surrounding this planet as it is. They're, they're sending light codes. They're helping us. So we're not alone in this. And just remember that, that, that we have this massive, beautiful team of love and light. You know, God has, he's got us, he's got everything, you know, this is a divine plan and we're just a part of it, this beautiful awakening. So yes. even when we hear things that sound disturbing, because I'm telling you, this has been a year, quite a year for me. And um, as we hear things that maybe, okay, that's disturbing. I don't want to know that. That really isn't true awakening. If you're not able to stare it in the face, like we, you're coming to a place where it's like staring the evil in the face yeah. and then remaining in love for yourself and for humanity and knowing that your time is coming. Okay. So it's, it's like not pulling the blanket over your head is what I'm trying to say. That's to true. me, that's not a, I mean, to be honest, it's kind of like what Prime says a lot. Like, you're not doing shit for this. You're not helping out not in any way. Yeah. And I was telling you before we got on that as yeah. I was learning things and I was awakening and I have these people that listen to my podcast and I have people that take my courses and I'm going, do I really need to be talking? I mean, how can you not, though? Once you start learning things, you have to speak. There's yeah. something within you that says you have to speak. But I did have a conversation. I do tune in and that's Jesus questions. And I said, if. Mm -hmm. am I really supposed to speak about this? Cause this is sick. Mm -hmm. And the response that I heard, whether it's my own voice or whatever it was, if you do not speak what you learn, the truth, you are service to self. And I was like, that's all I need to know. Cause that's yeah. true. That would be the only reason I wouldn't is, Oh, I'm afraid yeah. I'm offend someone or, and so right. service to others is you speak the truth. Because even if they don't buy it now or they're totally attacking you, what you say is going to touch their heart someday. Yeah. True. And True. that's why I'm telling everyone here, and you, you're amazing. Like, you speak your truth. And you remind me of myself a lot because we, we can get feisty. Like, ah, you know, I can get feisty about stuff. <laughs> yeah, I rant. <laughs> I mean, I've been feisty on Facebook a few times. I even asked about that. Am I really supposed to be saying the message this way? And I literally, to me, was God saying, People hear messages in different ways. So you need to speak all languages, you know, yeah. all tones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, not every, every message will sound love and light and everything. Some have to be a little harsh because, or extremely harsh, I'll say, because yep. what we were, what we have escaped, I'll say, yep. we have escaped a prison planet system that underneath is so traumatic to learn about but just like you're saying julie we have to be courageous 
in sh shining our light. And that's something I, I, I encourage a lot is that just shine your light. That's, that's all we are required to do and not be silent because silence is really complicit with giving consent to a system, you know, wearing a mask. Um, once you awaken, there's, there's should be no mask wearing because that is giving consent to a medical fraud and it is empowering this, you know, this Luciferian agenda. So we have to have courage with, with whatever it is, like walking in truth and light. And because you wouldn't want the alternative, we've already been prisoners. And when we realize the degree to which our enslavement was, we should, it should be like, liberty or death type of feeling, you know, like I'm going to speak and, and whatever the consequences, if I lose a job, you know, if I lose a friend, if I lose, I, 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 I have to speak and shed light and certain things require us to absolutely shed light on because they would be the voiceless in our society, you know? Yeah. And we are working for, you know, we're fighting for the voiceless. We're fighting yes. for the, the people that not only are asleep, but are in so much bondage. Like yeah. Dr. Q was talking about going to people in a very low economic social status, going to their homes now. And they are all just terrified and they're staring at the TV. And I said, that's who we're fighting for. And yeah. I seriously, if I didn't speak, I don't know if I could live with myself knowing that if I didn't say anything, what if it, if it saved one person or helped one person, you know, not save them, but get them out of this coma or because I was in it, I was there. So I understand that you have been programmed. If you're still in it and you're, you're thinking we sound crazy, <laughs> then you have been programmed not to even see the truth. Right. You can't even see it. And it can be right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And I just, yeah. I'm just going to say it, please just continue to be open to learn or listen or watch different things and just allow yourself to learn or expand or, but hiding from it, um, that's what they want you to do. They want you to go, no, this is too scary. I can't watch this. I don't, you know what? They even programmed us never to question reptilian or draconian. Yeah, I know. Um, I actually worked with a young lady and, um, she, she shapeshifted into draconian. Her eyes turned black. I did a video. I mean, everyone that watched that, they already know the story. Wow. That was my first that's what got me going down the rabbit hole. I was like, what is that? Her eyes are black. She's staring at me. She's not blinking. And I said, I'm always like, God, what is this? Jesus, what is this? And I heard draconian. I'd never heard that word in my life. Right. Looked wow. it up. Next thing you know, the universe is just bringing one thing after another. And this yeah. started way back when they found a way in here. There you are. There you and are. then they said, I call it the hijacking of humanity. It's, it's actually, I'm working on my next book. Wow. Um, That's the hijacking of humanity. That's what it, it was. It truly was. It's and been going on forever, y'all. You got to know forever since yeah. after uh, Atlantis and um, Lemuria. Like it just, they took everything that was built on light and turned it to dark. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. That whole inverted uh, culture that we're coming out of, because yeah. I was encouraging people today on my Facebook, I was saying that the people that used to influence us and think about the even breaking down influence, it has flu in the word. Mm, wow. You're right. Influencing people and, and celebrating certain people. 
uh, we're not going to see that anymore. And I wanted to just get people to imagine a, a society where we're not going to have a Hollywood machine and an engine telling us, well, we can't use certain words. We yes. have to think a certain way. Um, they have the power to humi humiliate you and marginalize you and, and cancel you. No, that is all take that power is shattering every day. Every time another person wakes up, that is a matrix that is glitching. Mm -hmm. It is, it is a divine reversal happening right now. We are witnessing it in real time, whatever time means to you all. It's not linear, by the way, it's not. So right. we are witnessing in a great way, an awakening of, of our co human consciousness where we realize, no, I will not consent to wearing a mask. I will not consent to people harming children. Mm -hmm. I will not consent to the family being perverted into something that's not natural. I will not consent to communism. I will not consent to contested elections that are fraudulent. I will not just sit down and say, I want to get along and I want to go along. That is not going to happen. We're not going to be afraid of this minority. They are the minority, truly. Well, they are because our 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 light is our power. Mm -hmm. um, and we are we are so much more powerful than they are. So much more, and that that was their biggest fear. Is Even that, I will not consent to you fucking with my, you know, trying to scare me anymore like that. Yeah. Not even consenting to that. And I encourage people to just speak that. You could be in the bathroom. Just say, I do not consent. You could be in the car driving. Just say it. Get used to saying it. Because I think it's an energetic frequency we're all on. You know, when you read the book, uh, Wano Saban, for the ones that uh, have read that, when he says, slaves no more. Mm -hmm. You know, I said on, the, uh, on a podcast the other day, do no harm. These are things we can all consent to. And this is really the world we truly wanted to live in. They just got the bullhorn. They they got the you know power over us through trickery yep. and and spells over yep. our minds. And we are going to pull that curtain as we are pulling it back. And we're seeing this was the person, you know, like the Wizard of Oz. This was the person that was traumatizing the whole world. Are you serious? We let this happen. Right. Yeah, and I also want to do a shout out for all of you that I know, you know, if you're going through it and you're the only one in your circle or your family that is awake, we totally get that. We get that. We all understand that. And it's like, but you know, it has to start with someone in the circle, someone in the family, the first one. And then that's the one that everyone goes, ah, they lost their mind, you know, whatever. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Because I'm like, I know where I'm heading. I, I'm heaven on earth. So um, I'll, I'll be there waiting with open arms when you finally see the light and understand. But Thankfully, with what's about to go down, um, everyone's going to be forced to see the light. And whether they accept it or not, that's going to be up to them individually. True. But um, I always say, like, just just put your spiritual seat thought on. Tell your whoever it is you talk to, angels, God, Jesus, whoever it is, God, creator of all it is. Just, just be around me and, and let's go through this together. You're not alone. You've never been alone. That's what they wanted you to believe as well, that you're in this alone and you have never been what do you think about taking some questions? I'll see what we've got. And guys, I, I, I want to, I'm coming back to your comments. Now I'm going to try not to do it tonight. I don't know what I touch, but I leave, it gets me out of the broadcast. 
I disappear. I'll come back if that happens. (laughs) I know it's a lot to get used to these, these platforms. Everyone's like, did they get you? I'm like, hell no, here I am. I'm back home. (laughs) Okay. Let me see. I don't know. I'm just going to pop a few up here. Uh Auntie Nelly down to two meds. Same thing with me, Julia. I went off pastique, happy pill. I've asked four years for help from the MD, but you're doing it, girl. You've got that. That's good. Very good. Oh, let's see. Um, Heart of fairies. What about mental ones? If you can elaborate, maybe you did. I'm not sure if I, do you know what that means? I do not know what that means. Heart of fairies, if you're still on here. Could could they mean maybe mental illness also being uh, by the uh, med beds? And I would say yes. If that were your question, heart of fairies. Yeah. Mental, mental diseases will be included in these uh, healing beds. Yeah. Because it's all about the DNA and that heals everything. Right. Once we get the DNA, we heal the DNA. Yeah. All right. Let me see. Um, like Washington, D.C. Oh, hang on right here. Washington, D.C. is under a magical spell, literally. And if you see any comments, let me know if you want to answer anything. Please do that. You might see some that I don't. Okay, sure. I yes. was under such a spell. I didn't even believe there was a devil or anything. I did not yeah. even believe in Satan. I, I was like, that doesn't even exist because God is only love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that happen Um, god is only love but that is that was far from the truth right it yeah sometimes we can be in the you know the positivity so much that i was don't want to see the other side the polarity that you know was in the 3d realm and and that was the greatest um trick of the devil is to actually have people not believe it you know they call it plausible deniability you know where you're like i was that that was me And I know people that follow my podcast have seen a very recent shift um, in my messages. And Mm -hmm. I have said that, um, you know, just sitting around going kumbaya, that's not doing anything right now. I mean, that's not doing a thing. It's not doing a thing to help humanity come out of this. Yeah. yeah, Right. That makes sense. All right. Let me look down here. You guys, if I missed your your questions for um, Jennifer, I really apologize. While I'm looking for these, how... Do you have a way they could get a hold of you, whether it's Facebook, or how would you like them to reach out if they want to reach out to you personally? Or oh, by sure. the way, she does her own videos on the Collective Super Channel. Yeah, yeah, I have the YouTube. I've I've kept my name Jennifer Easton across the platform. So if you find me on Twitter, I'm uh, at Jenny Scribes, but Jennifer Easton as well. And now I'm on Telegram. I am on YouTube as Jennifer Easton and Facebook. Um, I am still uploading my uh videos on UJTube, but i'll be jennifer Easton on UJTube as well when i transfer a lot of videos over there so those are the platforms i i'm i'm on gab but i haven't logged on gab it's been hard to log on so i even forget uh all right you are breaking up i think you froze on i think you're Either you're frozen or I'm frozen. Y'all, can you still hear me and see me? It's funny because sometimes these freeze and you think it's the other person that actually is you. <laughs> Anyone can still hear us. Let us know. Let me know. Cindy, I'll put this up in case she gets back here. Where are the seasonal flu statistics? Hmm, we need to think people. God bless. Yeah. Hey. Hey, I was, I lost connection there. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. 
I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I said, well, she's either frozen or I am. Because sometimes it's actually that I'm frozen, but I think someone else is frozen. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't see you either. It was just uh, like a swirly thing that was going, like, just circling around. Do we know, do we have any idea when... I mean, we don't know exact dates of stuff, of course. And that's actually what 5D is, not having exact dates about anything. It's just about living life fully in joy and bliss and love. Mm-hmm. But um, do the, any ideas, anyone have predictions of when these med beds would start rolling out or they'd start making them available or any idea about that? And are they already available somewhere else? That just popped in my head. Well, they are available. Um, I'll just say to the people that know about the children, they they were available. They're available to the children first that are rescued out of uh, slavery. I did not know about this. Yeah, yeah. So the children who are rescued out of slavery, they are going into the med beds <gasps> as well as the uh, the rescuers that are rescuing the children because you can imagine the trauma, mental you just trauma. Made the day. Like I did not know that. I feel so blessed to even know that that is for that they're doing that for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I'm now does this it heals them? Does it heal them all the way to where they will not even have memories of that or it won't affect Oh, I right. love that. It'll okay. take the memories, yeah. Mm-hmm. How long have they been using those? Um in terms of how how early they've been using them a long time, but they're, you know, they've been using them in um other ways, you know, it it, it hasn't been uh opened up to humanity in, in, a, in a great way, but the technology has been available. But they're, they're also, you know, I guess agreements that are made between, you know, other, other you know, galactic. Yes. Yeah, being, and so there, there have been things worked out. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. actually, for those of you that didn't see, I have a, one coming up at seven tonight. I've just been busy on this channel. No, Seven not. o'clock tonight. I'm actually talking about my encounter with Arcturian Pleiadian and Archangel. Nice. At the same time. So if you want to come hear that story, because it is fascinating. Oh, so yeah. yeah, we have these galactic, yeah, family, the galactic mm-hmm. family that yeah. I always see it as they were always working from that side as we were doing. We were always all working towards what's coming. We just had to get it when this is the right time. This is when it was supposed to the right person's in this spot, the right person's in here, you know, they're weaker here because they, I I mean, just started tripping up, tripping over their own feet, like screwing up Mm. dark Mm. beings. I just call them dark beings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hopefully I'm not sounding too crazy, crazy. We're all going to have to start talking about this. You know, this is the other, you know, part of talking about this, (laughs) (laughs) you know, this is the part of disclosure that, um, is also going to be made available to us. And a lot of people are going to be so surprised that this stuff is not of the realm of fantasy. I am so grateful to know about the med beds for the children that they're being used for the children and the ones that are saving them. Cause like, that is a beautiful sight. It's a beautiful thing that I can picture. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to keep picturing more children being in those beds. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been so fun with you and you've, I'm learning stuff every day, every day I'm going away, including what you've said tonight. Good. We're all students and we, you know, we've been lied to all of our lives and our generations. And so we're all going to 
take part in a great learning as well as a great awakening. So we're all learning. We are. And y'all just be, have compassion and kindness, speak your truth, but you know, hold those you love just in a beautiful space of light and know that they will awaken when it's time. If it's time, they're on their own soul journey. And we just got to, it just, we have to stay more in love, love, but action, <laughs> love yeah. with action. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Yeah. Love you sister so much for coming on today. Oh, love you too. Thank you so much, Julia and family out there. Thank love you. Everybody. Love you guys. Love you guys. Let's do a, oh, let's see here real quick before we get out. You know, we're on this channel where someone might be right after us and that's why we have to kind of like, we kind of get out of after our, our hour. The, and the veterans lost limbs. It will be used for them to have their limbs return. I love that. Oh yeah. It's so beautiful. Love requires action. That is like the best. That's the best. That is so true. I love that. That's Truth good. and love. Mm -hmm. All right. We're sending massive love to all of you. Thanks for joining us. We hope you, uh, you know, stop by again and be active in the channel and subscribe and, and come check out because everyone's doing lives. And then we're, it, this will be on huge tube, UGE tube. Okay. Because everything's being uh, censored. So we're just going to move them. They're up sometimes for 24 hours and we move them to huge tube. So you can always go there. Here's something you can also do. Okay. This makes it kind of easy. You don't even have to tell anyone anything. You can just send them a video of something. Yes. Hey, I heard this. What do you think about this? You wouldn't even have to say that you believe it. You could just say, look at this. What do you think of this? Mm -hmm. Any little nugget that our souls can hear the truth, it will continue to awaken, you know, awaken us. We want to be awakened. Yeah. All right. And the spell is breaking. So love you all so much let's stay in this beautiful force for love and god creator of all that is we are just so so grateful we're a part of this this beautiful family so yeah. i'll see you again soon on another show hopefully yes thank you so much okay. god bless everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode i also hope that you are finding your way through ascension quickly easily and effortlessly hempworks truly is a dream come true i am in love with this company it is built on light and it is helping us ascend so much easier. If you look through the site, hempworks.com backslash Julia Treat, let me know if you have any questions or concerns and I can help you determine what might be best to order. Just email me at julia at juliatreat.com and I'll help you determine what's best to start with. But just to let you know what works for me, and I've been doing this for a couple of weeks, you will know within a few days if this is good for you. And the company has a 60-day empty bottle guarantee. You literally can try this for 60 days and get your money back, even if you've used all of the product. Just to let you know what's working for myself, I am using the 750 milligrams. I'm probably going to bump down to 500 milligrams shortly. Again, everyone is an individual, and you will have to just determine what works best for you. I use about three drops under my tongue. I hold them there for... 60 seconds, which gets it into your bloodstream quicker. I also use the hemp coffee, which I am absolutely and completely in love with. This is literally heaven in a cup. The coffee is made with chaga mushrooms, which are superfood, which are rich in B-complex vitamins, zinc, fiber, vitamin D, potassium, amino acids, and other important phytonutrients. This is the best coffee I have ever had in my life. <laughs> I recently ran out and really was freaking out. I ordered two boxes immediately. 
Those are the two things that I would suggest if you can, that you try those first, either 750 or 500 milligrams. If you have a lot going on, I'm talking about a lot going on in your body, a lot of things that you need to, to heal and push out, then I would go to the 1500 milligrams. Macy and Gracie get the CBD dog treats. They absolutely love them. They each get one cookie in the morning. I actually have to cut them up because they're kind of big and they're hard. I cut them up and hand feed them, but they love them. And I'm telling you, their hair is silky. They are so calm and they are just happy dogs. They really were going through stuff like everyone else was. And they are back to their happy, lucky little selves. So I give them one cookie in the morning and then I give them one in the afternoon and they will come and actually let me know when it's time. Their own body is wanting this product. I also use the curcumin, check it out. I use the curcumin once a day and I take the vitality once a day. I am not saying you need all of that. I'm just sharing what I use in case it helps you determine what you will be getting yourself. Blessings to you, my friend. Please check it out. Hempworks. H-E-M-P-W-O-R-X.com backslash Julia Treat. Poke around, cost you nothing, but make sure if you do purchase that you get in the preferred customer price. It costs nothing to be a preferred customer. They have to do that because of legalities, but you get a massive discount. Get preferred customer discount for sure. If you decide, I want to do this gig, I believe in this so much, I want to do this part-time or as a full-time gig, you can come join my Team Prosperity, where I will help you build your own business. I will have you on my YouTube channels, which I'm now reaching tens of thousands of people. I will have you on my podcast, and I will help you sell your product and build your company. And last but not least, I have a way that you can win a free reading with me. $400 is what they cost normally. By trying the product and then sending your testimonial to me, whether it's written or you record a video. I want your testimonials. I want to know what this product is doing for you and your family. You'll be entered into the drawing, and every month I am drawing for a free reading with me, plus drawings for many of my product line. My Hearts Up, Wings Out merch, my Archangels merchandise, so many ways to prosper. Check it out, Hempworks, H-E-M-P-W-O-R-X.com backslash Julia Treat. Check out the products. You'll see how beautiful this company truly is. And if you do want to pursue or at least discuss Team Prosperity, I'd love to talk with you. Just send an email to julia at juliatreat.com. Have a blessed day, beautiful.